11 of the Pez and Pork Show. Dr. Pez and the Pork Show. <sighs> I tell you, I feel a little bit tired. I'm happy to be here. My daughter had a great show and uh, she performed well. I'm proud of that. She was in a ballet show for the Nutcracker, for the people that don't know. Dr. Pez, how are you, sir? I'm good, mate. I'm good. Um, well, uh, fantasy, I'm happy. I still yeah. can't win the Orkney Bowl, but in all my other major leagues, I have won this week. I'm happy, but when it comes to actual football, yeah, I'm a bit pissed. Uh, the Seahawks did not perform. They performed and then did what they normally did and just switched off in the second half. I personally think, with some of the moves they made before the game, I just think they had too much of an eye on Thursday against the Niners. And I just think, Maybe. I just think they tried to see the game out because in the first half, we were so comfortable. But when we get like that, we don't adjust, the other team adjusts and then we just can't regain it. And then Gino goes out and then it was just a clusterfuck if is the easiest way to say it. Are you not worried about Kenneth Limper? I mean, Walker. Right. No jokes. No jokes about Ken. Well, so I, I will come to the Philippines and find you. Hey, uh, that was I devastating. Was that. How many jokes do I need to say before you come? Let me know. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a big concern, really, because he's not hes not going to be ready for Thursday. No chance. Not in a million yeah, years. Carroll is a smart coach. He drafted the fine line for a reason. Charbonnet is on the team for a reason. And it's for Thursday night. And I think Zach is going to go out and show what type of back he is. He showed it in this Rams game. It was really nice because he just showed that workmanlike performance. And against someone like the Niners, you need a running back like that who will just always constantly be in your face. Yeah, you know, it's amazing to me sometimes when I see uh, uh, owners draft rookies, you know, it's like Quentin Johnson for a reason, or for an example. People are unloading him for second and third round draft picks for next season. I'm like, why? <laughs> I mean, wait until Allen is a year older. Williams is not performing next year. Johnson is going to be the guy. Next year, you know, Charbonnet, Charbonneau, whatever his name is, will be the back next year, I think. No. What do you think? No. For me personally, Charbonnet is good, but as a talent, Ken's better than Charbonnet. As a talent, Ken's better, but they complement each other. That's, mm. they, they'll more than likely be like a 1A, 1B scenario. Well, what really about JSN, actually? He's good. He's really good. <laughs> Fantasy-wise, he might not be there yet, but with everyone, anyone, it, right? anyone who's played Fantasy enough knows Seahawks wide <coughs> receivers under Pete Carroll, are just a very dangerous game to play. But on the field, JSN, they're eventually using him 
It's almost mm. like they went back went back to college and went. So, what's the best way to use this guy? Oh, over the middle and slants and short intermediate routes. He's just getting better as each game goes on, and tough as nails. Not scared to get into contact. Not scared to get into a rough a rough and tumble. So, actual football terms, he's uh, just getting rolling. Fantasy, I don't know whether he'll be able to, you know, give that production for someone to be able to go, oh, yeah, he's a, he's a guaranteed starter, but... You know, I, I think that wide receivers in the Seahawks program under Carroll have performed quite well. Yet we Baldwin, that is always a top 10, top 15 wide receiver. Then he was replaced by Lockett, which has always been top 12. Top 10, 20, and he's had an off year. And then Metcalf, that even in an off year, Metcalf is still number 12 wide receiver, which is, that's the type of guy you want. Uh, I think Jason is going to rock it. I'm, I'm not concerned. He just happened to be put on a team when there's two other guys ahead of him. If he would have gone to a team like the Panthers or the Texans, perhaps he'd be shining a bit more. Yeah. Um, I think if there's one, obviously after this performance, all Seahawks fans are a bit dreading Thursday night, but I reckon if there's fantasy-wise, if there's one player who I reckon is going to have a good game, I reckon it'll be DK. I have a feeling DK is going to have a... Out of all, all of them, I reckon DK is going to have a decent game. Who are they playing Thursday? Let's see. Ah, Friday. The Niners. Oh. 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 Yeah, it's, it's our four-game stretch of the Niners, the Cowboys, the Niners, the Eagles. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, it's, it's time. You will know the truth soon. What I is think your they already best, know the truth. What is your best case record in the next four games? Like, you would be happy if we get this. Realistically, two and two. Yeah, I was thinking if the Seahawks are two and two after the next four games, they have to be happy. I honestly can't. I can't be as bold to say we'll come out over 500 out of these four games. No chance. Not with what I've seen. It's not good enough. Mm. Nowhere near good enough. We had the Rams in our back pocket this last game for the majority of it, and then... We sat back, took it, and yet again they just took over. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. You're not gonna, you're not gonna beat the Niners the way the Cowboys are playing. The way the Cowboys are playing at the moment, I don't know how our offense keeps up with what your offense is doing. <sighs> that could be another Ravens game for me. That could be another Ravens game. Honestly, the way you your never defense count is. Out the Seahawks, though. That's the thing. Under Pete Carroll, which when he was hired, I was shocked, surprised, did not think it was a good hire. And uh, I think he's been one of the top 10, well, top five coaches of the last 20 years. Anyway, yeah, let's go cool. to the trades, Doc Pez. Yeah, let's go. The first trade is from Dwarfy Stain Division. The Kirkwall Raiders. Receive Sam Howell, and they've given up 
Devin Singletary and Johnu Smith. Right off, right off the bat here, Doc Pez, I'm thinking maybe uh, the Raiders needed a QB, so he gave up some pieces that were extra. What are you thinking? Uh, totally agree. Um, this might just be like you know, depending when he what his main quarterback is with the if they've not had the bye week yet, Sam Howell's just slinging it all over the gaff. Um, but you could get Sam Howell against the Giants. He throws did he throw like some daft like five picks, and or you could get this Sam Howell against the Seahawks, who gets thirty plus fantasy points. So. That, to me, yeah, doesn't seem like a starting QB unless he had Joe Burrow. Um, hey, I have Sam Howell on my team. He scored more than 30 every week for the last, I think, five weeks. He's oh, yeah. had two, I think, of 40-plus points. He's balling. He's got to yeah. be in the top five or six. Actually, I'm curious. what What is he? I'm going to search this in the QBs here. Uh, Sam Howell for the season. Is let's see here. Anyway, so what? Well, as I'm looking this up, what do you think of the trade? You have any strong feelings or? Well, Johnny just put in the chat there that they have uh, the Kurt Weller Raiders has Trevor Lawrence as well, mm-hmm. and he. So I like what he's done. I like what he's done with getting some howl, but I just look at it and think it's quite fair to be honest. With the scoring system and the extra, extra, is it extra point or extra half point for the uh, tight end receptions? Mm. Like Johnny Smith's going to do him a lot of favours because he gets a lot of targets, especially with Ritter back in the team. Um, and Singletary's like an absolute gem at the, these last two games. Wow. So, if you have Singletary on your team, you've got to be happy right now. He's been balling. Sorry, my dog's just starting to kick off in the front room. <laughs> That's no way to talk about your children. <laughs> no, they're under the stairs. Dog's on the sofa. <laughs> so anyway, what do you think then? What? What? Where do you? I would mean? say you know, you know, I don't have a strong feeling either way of who wins because I think it really just just cries out. What someone needed, like maybe uh, they wanted depth at QB because of a bye week or an injury, uh, or and they had extra running backs. Uh, maybe, perhaps Kirkwall saw that Singletary is performing, Howell is overperforming. Let's do a trade. I think it's great for both teams. I imagine they're both happy. Um, yeah. Personally, I agree. I would prefer to have Howell over the those other two if I just look at it at face value. Well Johnny's put a few things in the bottom. Um the Raiders have Laporta and Taysom Hill as their tight ends so they can afford to let Johnny go. Uh so yeah. I I'd say it's pretty even to be honest. I don't really say without looking at the teams and the you know the records and stuff, I reckon that's pretty even for the pieces that are in it. I agree. I agree. I'm, I'm ha- I think it's okay. Yep. Let's go to the next trade, Johnny. Nothing exciting there. Oh, the Manchester <laughs> Spinners. The Nick Pectics. Love the name. Love the name. And the 
Lancashire Bombers. <laughs> Doc, Doc, I need some help with my accent, mate. Oh. Help with my accent, mate. So, the Lancashire got- Bombers manager is yeah. my good friend. And he messaged me about this, saying that I'll appear on the show because he's done a trade. Because if I'm right in thinking, Johnny might be able to double check this. But the Manchester Spinners had Joe Burrow. I think they had Joe Burrow or something like that. Oh. And they needed him. I think they had like two quarterbacks who were on IR. And my mate saw that, went to him and was like, what do you want? And they were going back and forth and they settled on a larvae for Stafford. I... <sighs> Stafford. Mm. He's a boom or bust guy, is he not? Yeah, 100%. He did Yesterday, um, uh, so the spinners only had Joe Burrow. That was what, that was what it was. Yeah, so he, so he went to him and basically... And or Ola is not that big of a price, to be honest. I mean, he's not lighting up the the fantasy stat sheet this season. Oh, he's now lost like, up as well. <laughs> <laughs> he's having a bad time. The spinners oh, no. are having a bad time. <laughs> what 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 is the uh, spinners record? Are they uh, playoff bound? Three and or? seven. Three and Three seven. And seven. Well, I expect more of that. Sorry, Nick Tactics. <laughs> At least you have a cool name. <laughs> so, the spinners here, have re- in a way, they've kind of lost out because they've got Arizona next, so Stafford might do all right. But he's still got the thumb injury. Um, you saw him on the broadcast. He still had all the strapping on his hand. He was rubbing his thumb. So, he's playing through that injury. Um, he, he, wasn't, he wasn't that good against us, I'd say. Um so he might have a good game against the Cardinals next, but then he's got the Browns and the Ravens back to back. Puka, Collins, Ridley, and Lockett. All right. Well, Ridley put up thirty yesterday. So Yeah, fair enough. Lockett is always solid for ten to fifteen every week. Puka still performing. Now I feel bad about putting him on the list of to trade now. When I've been supporting him all season, and then the first bad game, I failed on him. Well, now with hindsight, yeah, because it looks like Cup's going to be... Is it another ankle injury? So, I I don't know. I think Cup's going to miss some time again. Hey, Puka's going to light it up. I don't care who the quarterback is. McVay is a genius. I can't believe the Rams, what are they, one game under 500? With a legit making the playoffs as a wild card. I mean, they're not that far behind the Seahawks, to be honest. And McVay is a genius. He has a very young team. Uh, He has a quarterback now, again, that he doesn't want... And he's going to get his guy next season. Watch well, out for the Rams next year. Well, McVeigh wants Stafford. 
but Stafford's body doesn't want football anymore because it can't handle yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's probably the best way to say it, yeah. Probably the best way to say it. So I would give this trade overall a push. Again, I think it's a needs-based trade. Um, you know, Stafford is a mid-level QB at this point as far as points. Olave, boom or bust, mostly bust this season, I guess. Maybe he's solid in average points. But, uh, yeah, I think if I had to do it in a redraft, I'd go with Olave. But only because of wide receivers are needed more than quarterbacks. But that's the only reason. And you? just because he's my mate, I'm going to go with Lancashire Bombers. Yeah, do it. What do we got next? Need to stress. We have the couch for you with Dr. Pez. No need to stress. We have the couch for you with Dr. Pez. Dr. Pez! You're missing your intro, my man. No, no need no. to stress. I saw it. We had the couch for you <laughs> with Dr. Pez. <laughs> oh, man. We're, we're going to make coffee cups or beer mugs. <laughs> this right here. This right here is going to be on beer mugs, and we're going to sell it as Doc Pez. <laughs> I'll take that. I'll take that. So, Doc Pez, I've got stress. In some of my leagues, I have Josh Allen and I have Stefan Diggs. Can I rely on them in my seven and three teams down the stretch and in the playoffs? Uh, looking at the schedule, they've got the Chiefs and the Cowboys back to back. So if, if you're talking if you're talking a stack in your team out of the stack, I think Stefan Diggs will let you down. But overall, I personally think you've got to. I think it's like Tua and Tyreek, Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs. Who else have you got? Dak Seedy. I just think at this stage of the season. Unless it's Purdy, CMC. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> CMC, I'll take him on his own. Um, but no, I just don't think you can kind of split them stacks up anymore unless you have like a Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs, and you're going to get rid of a Stefan Diggs for a Tyreek Hill type yeah. thing. So you're getting the best of both worlds. Yeah, maybe. But I think this close to the playoffs for most people. I think you've kind of got to stick with your stacks, especially because they've now fired the OC. There's going to be a high emphasis in that team with um, Sean McDermott to make things right. I don't care, Johnny. I'm just not buying into him. I'm not buying into him whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so the yeah, thing is, Josh Allen is... In fantasy, the number one scorer. He's the number one quarterback. He's the number one scorer in Orkney Bowl, where he was yesterday when I checked. I no, know. he still is. Yep. Today. 
Uh, Fantasy-wise, Allen is going to ball out. I don't see that changing. Diggs, I think, is probably going to let some owners down in the next few weeks. More, He seems frustrated. He seems angry. In real life, if, if I was part of the Bills Mafia, I'd be a little concerned that Allen has not uh, lowered his uh, turnover rate that is commiserate with his big play rate like Brett Favre did since Ryan DeBall left. Yeah? It's yeah. like he lost his guru. He's still making plays. He's still scoring. But he's turning the ball over way too much for the the impact that he's making. Josh Allen reminds me, traits-wise, he reminds me of a Russell Wilson. He's sexy, really nice, but then when you kind of get sick of it and when it kind of becomes too repetitive, you kind of get bored of it. Now, Russ would throw picks, but Russ, like, further as his career went on, it was complacency, whereas with Josh Allen, it's more picks and... I think that's more frustrating than anything any other quarterback could do. Because, yeah, he makes big plays and he runs around and he does this and he does that. But he, he's throwing these just daft picks and stuff. I don't watch enough of the Bills, but is he not running as much as he has done previously? Because is that why he's throwing as many picks? Because they need to just scrap what they were trying to do and just yeah, let I him think run. Yeah, I think is not working out, is he? I mean, no, he's solid, but he's not the running game that the Bills need. And then, of course, Singletary left, right? Yeah. Singletary was on the uh, the Bills. Yeah. And then they lost yeah. Moss. Moss and Singletary, while they weren't flashy, they grounded out 100 to 125 yards a game between the two of them. You know? James Cook? The running game is not so solid, I think. I think he needs a bellwether back. Mm. A bell running, backs always, running backs always struggle with uh, at the Bills because of Josh Allen and what he does. Um, but you are right to answer the question uh, without going too far down the rabbit hole with it, is I trust Josh Allen over Stefan Diggs. And if you could maybe trade a Stefan Diggs for like a Tyreek Hill because Stefan still I think no wide receiver four. No what about Stefan for Jalen Waddle? No chance. You would not That's do that too trade. Low. No too That's low. Too- I'd I'd use Stefan with his ranking and his performances through the year, maybe with another piece and then try and attack a C D or a Tyreek. It's so hard because if you're not gonna go for one of them two there's no point going for anyone unless it's right. maybe a top running back. Mm. Like, no Especially one, this is what I mean. Yeah, this is what I mean. No one's going to give up Tyreek, CD, CMC. Like, this far down the line, no, like, unless they're one of these people who've got one of them really, really cheap players who's going off week in, week out, you're not giving up one of them top guys It's close to the playoffs. Like, so initially I said, you just stay with your stack. You just, I think you're just going to have to weather the storm. Yeah, and, and Diggs is actually still the, the number four wide receiver. 
<laughs> Fantasy owners are complaining, but he's number four. I don't get it. Let's go to the next question. Can I start to think that, yeah, maybe the Broncos have turned a corner. Russell Wilson is a top 10 QB again. And with that, Javante Williams is going to be the back we all thought he was going to be two years ago. And Najee Harris, wow, welcome back to your rookie year dominating the game on the ground. He's been putting up 15-plus points a game. Is this going to be a weekly thing, or should I be nervous and think it's uh, all going to be crumbling down? Well, you, I'd say you've got to be nervous. Looking at the schedules, because Jalen Warren yesterday watching the – Steelers Browns game, Jalen Warren looks really good, and that equated to they were playing the Browns, but that equated to Najee getting 4.6 points. Now, schedule wise, they've got the Bengals, the Cardinals, they've got a tough game against the Patriots, but then the main playoff push is the Colts, the Bengals, and the Seahawks. That's for Najee. So, depending what your situation is, I'd probably take the gamble on starting him because I reckon Warren and him will just do what they did where they get average 15 fantasy points each. Um, Javonta Williams, not really good when he played the Vikings and he only got seven fantasy points, but he, and then he's got the Browns next week. And then he's got Houston, the Chargers, they are two nice matchups, but then he's got the Lions and the Patriots back to back week 15, 16. That he could solely by himself put you out of the playoffs with them two matchups back to back. So I'd say I'd have more, I'd feel more comfortable playing Najee over Javante for the, like, as a weekly start. 100%. A few weeks ago, we had our mid season prediction uh, podcast. I predicted Najee Harris is going to have a renaissance in his career in the second half with Tomlin running the ball and just grounding it out with Pickett. And I might be crazy, but I foresee that Pickett and Pickens are going to start clicking at some point. Pickett is not a terrible quarterback. You know, he doesn't make those uh, Ritter mistakes or Zach Wilson mistakes that kills a team. He allows the Steelers to stay in the game and his teammates to win the game. And that's okay. And I think that at some point, Pickett and Pickens are going to be A.B. and Roethlisberger. What do you think? I think that's a bit bold at the moment. Really. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> really a bold. bold but yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think that's a bit too bold for me. And Harris is going to be there. He's the new bus. He's driving the Steelers to the playoffs, like I predicted. They're going to be there. All right. I agree with Doc Pez on this. I'm taking it too far. Johnny, let's go to the next one. Oh, look at that. 
is Kenny Pickett or George Pickens worth keeping on the roster down the stretch? I don't know. Are they going to are they going to be of value this year to keep just in case? Or do you think Pickens is too much of a every week to where you just don't know what he's going to do? Let's have a look. Let's get him up. Yeah, let's bring him up. I have Pickens on a lot of my teams. He's been quite disappointing so far this season. Yeah, I I was going to say 9-2-9-9. They yeah. then play a lot of nines, a lot of tens, maybe a twelve every now and then. <laughs> Only two yeah. nineteen points. I chuck that in there. Three, like game winning weeks out of ten so far. So, and then you look at his schedule. As well. a risk? Oh, they're of course they're a risk. The whole team. They're just literally. They're on the razor's edge from just breaking. Like, they are. They just get it done, but I wouldn't want that on my fantasy team. They've got the Bengals, whose defence is going to have the tails up after losing Borough to try their best to just salvage anything. Then they do the Cardinals, the Patriots. He could potentially have a good game here and there. He's just, Do you know what? Looking at it, without going too deep into it, he's a spot start. Kenny Pickett... I don't even want to look at his points because it's just, I know it's going to be disgusting. Ha, I've got him on my team. What a, look at that. Look how disgusting that is. One game over 20 points all year. He had one at 19. And then it's mid-range double digits or not even double digits. Four, nine, five, five. Disgusting. Pick it. Mm. Do one. Um... You are right on the defense. Because the offense won't be able Yeah, 100%. The offense won't be able to stay on the field. The defense will be on the field too much. They'll tire tire out, and they will regress. It, 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 the, the, the Cincinnati for, season. I was going to say, for the, for the content seven, of the... Seven and what? Seven and nine? Seven and ten, I guess? This season. Yeah, seven and ten. Yeah, so George Pickens, you could potentially spot start him in maybe two games down the stretch. Three at a push. Kenny Pickett, just don't even dream about it. Yeah. Because if, you, if you've got to play him like I've got to play him, you're in desperate, desperate, desperate situation. Yeah. Hence why I'm two. Oh, my God. So, yeah, that's He's my answer. Start on a rebuilding team. <laughs> you, don't even, you don't even start yeah. any picket on the rebuilding team. You just go without a quarterback if that's your option. Better than oh him. my god! I, but George Pickett is spot start. I, I will tell you when he got drafted by the Steelers. I'm not a Steelers fan, but I was thinking he's just going to take off and be top ten, top fifteen within one or two years. Easy, and he's definitely not top twenty. <laughs> but anyway, Johnny, I think everyone agrees with this. Let's go to the next one. Will J. Dobbs score more rushing touchdowns than any any Vikings running back? 
Yeah, Chandler, Madison, and then I don't know. <laughs> oh, a, a guy I've never heard of, but he's been in the league like three years or something. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say, yeah, because he seems to get one a game. He just, reckless regard for his body, does not give a shit about anything. He's like, I'm just loving the opportunity to play football. And yeah, like Madison. So let's take it into Madison at the moment. He's three on the year and they were all passing. He's not even had a rushing touchdown. So in the context of rushing, he's not had a rushing touchdown at Madison. So no. compare that to you know, <laughs> compare that to Dobbs. Dobbs, Mitch obviously, loves with the Cardinals, that, I promise you. With, with the Cardinals, he's on two, four. He's on six for the season. When did he start for the? When did he start? Did he start against Atlanta? He did, didn't he? So he's already three up on Madison on rushing touchdowns. And then if you take Ty Chandler, Ty Chandler is on one. So he's oh. already he's already two ahead of the nearest running back. I love this guy. He, play, he plays the Bears next talk. week. So he could get two next week. Oh man. Yeah. yeah. I'm oh, say by you. the way, I'm gonna say Johnny's you. question. It's a great question, Johnny. Yeah. I love Joshua Dobbs. I mean, imagine he started on the Browns, which really, really need him right now. Went through the Cardinals thinking that, oh, they're trading for him so they can tank. And he's balling out every week, man. And then yep. they just, hey, Kyler's here. See you later, alligator. <laughs> You're going to the Vikings. And then he, he he's like Kirk Cousins, man. I love this guy. Yeah. So I'm going to say yes. Yeah, I agree with you. Good question, Johnny. Let's go to the next one. What team has the best overall fantasy team? I think I've thought about this several times. Like, can you invest your top position players, your quarterback, your RB1, your wide receiver one, your tight end one, or wide receiver two, and make – your fantasy team with one team, such as the Niners with Purdy, Kittle, CMC, Debo, Ayuk, Dolphins, Tua, A-Chain, Mostert, Waddle, well, Hill, etc. Right, so let's take it, put it into context for the here and now. Get rid of the Chiefs. Get rid of the Dolphins. I can't really think of any other because I'm seeing these names, but if I took these four names, the Niners, yes, and the Texans are for me because you've got Purdy, CMC, uh, Ayuk, Debo Samuel can throw a game in here and there, so like he's your spot start, and then Kittle's starting to get involved. Kittle's starting to get involved at tight end, so that's all... Yeah. Good shout, Johnny. Eagles. Um, so yeah, uh, yeah with yes, that, that's what I was wanting to comment for. There you go. So he's made a good he's made a good point here actually with the Eagles. I'll ban them in with the Chiefs, but then the Texans, Stroud getting the points. 
Tank Dell's getting Dell. the points. Nico Collins is getting the points. Noah Brown. You've got, you've got, no, oh, fuck Noah Brown. Um, you've got uh, Dalton Schultz. So there you are, your quarterback, and then Singletary. So you've got your quarterback, your running back, two wide receivers. Damian Pierce end. last season had 1,000 yards, and he's your backup. Uh, I give, he, he's just not doing it this year. So yeah, for me, for me, the Niners and the Texans, you could take a player from each position, put them in your team, and they do well for you. Now, Johnny said the cheat, the Eagles in the chat, I'm going to ban them with the Chiefs because they're the same type of team when it comes to fantasy. You literally have a quarterback and a tight end. You have a quarterback and a wide receiver. The Chiefs have Mahomes, Kelsey, every now and again, uh, Pacheco. The Eagles have Hurts, AJ Brown, every now and again, Deontay Swift. Right? Mm. Devon, um, Sorry, yeah, um, Swift. And then Devonta Smith just is too inconsistent this year. Um, the Chiefs don't have a wide receiver one, so they don't have a wide receiver you can really lean on and be confident in. So for me, when it comes to fantasy, the Chiefs and the Eagles are the same team. They're on the cusp of being the best team. But at this current moment in time, for me, it's the Niners and the Texans are like gold mines when it comes to fantasy. I think the Niners stand talking... out. They're number one, oh. without a doubt. Uh, oh, 100%. Tex- and with the t- a solid number two. I don't know why you're not giving the Dolphins much love. I think they're the highest scoring offense in the league this season. Right, okay. Yeah. So, the reason I won't give them love is because it's Tua and Tyreek. I'm talking about, like, you know, here and now, A-Chain's gone off yeah. injured again. Well, Waddle missed, so, I think, for a week. So it's it's bloated. Waddle's not been great this year. Mm. Like, so I'm talking about overall team, and they don't have a tight end. Like, you know what I mean? So yeah, overall that's team, like said, the the not, he's not he's not doing it, is he? Who I put up there as well? I put the Cowboys up there, but. Again, they're not up there because they don't have a wide receiver too, and Tony Pollard ain't getting it done this year. Big Uh, man. Elliot actually has better stats than less fantasy points. (laughs) How does that happen? Well, maybe it might just be because the guy had a serious leg injury, but us as fantasy players are fickle, and because the team rushed him back, we think, oh, you must be okay because Jerry Jones perfectly knows what he's doing all the time. That's why you've gone through years of just stagnant oh, play. He had a serious leg injury through. before the season and people yeah. just think he's going to come back ben, to the old we knew. we knew. You know, most people don't realize Pollard is 26. Everyone thinks he's this young running back that's going to take over for Zeke. No. He's literally gone after this season. He will not be back. The Cowboys will have a new running back next season. Pollard, I don't know how many people watched the game. I did. You saw the clip. His leg, like, snapped in half. <laughs> I mean, it was but, nasty. But this is what, this is why the Cowboys, this is why the Cowboys as an organization, the majority of 
the NFL NFL fandom loves just dunking on you whenever things go wrong. Like now, you're literally on the same train. You're killing this regular season. You'll get into the playoffs. Mike McCarthy and his big brain thinking will fuck you over, and then you'll be a laughing stock yet again. Because the organization, the organization goes, Oh yeah, Tony Pollard, you're RB one. You snapped your yeah. legging off, but sound, you're the RB it's bollocks. It's like they didn't even go out and get him a serviceable RB two. Who's Doddle? Who's that little midget? Hasn't been that bad. But yeah, you're right. You know a Dalvin Cook would well, be good like right a, now. He's not like a single Terry Damian Pierce. Look at single Terry, he's he's eventually got his chance as the RB2, proving that he's an RB1. Daddle, if you had to pr- rely on him, not a chance. The little midget they drafted, not a chance. Like, yeah. Cowboys will have a new running back. Doc Pettis, yeah, we're running. Let's go to the next yeah. question, John. Don't get me Sorry started on them. No, it's yeah, all right. Don't get me started on them. It's my fault. I should be more aware of the time. So, Johnny, how are you, sir? I'm okay, thank you. Long time no see. Yeah, did you hide in the background? <laughs> so we got Nick. the Eagles and the Chiefs. Wow, this is exciting. Yeah, everyone must be looking forward to this game. You find out if Jalen Hurts is really that guy. We find out if the Chiefs defense can really shut down an elite quarterback. Who are you taking? I've gone for the Eagles. You're going Eagles. Just for the first time to beat the Eagles. He's never beaten them, so it's always the first time. Uh, yeah, the, Chiefs, so. the brothers are playing. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, I'm feeling what you're feeling, Johnny. You know, when I get this type of feeling, I usually go with it and choose the Eagles, but I'm going to go with my gut, not my feeling, and I'm going with the Chiefs. I think uh, it's going to be a close game, and I think Mahomes is the new Brady. In the last two minutes, he's going to drive the Chiefs down the field and win it in the last two minutes. Doc Pez, who do you got? I'm going to go with the Chiefs as well. I think uh, I think Andy Reid's got the best record for after the bye um, out of any coach or something daft like that. He's got a really good record. Um, and I feel like this game, you're going to see who their true wide receiver one is, where the game plan's going to be like a Rashi Rice. I feel like you're going to see the game plan heavily favouring around him and he's going to stand out as, right, that's the RB1 and you've got Kelsey. And they're not going to be messing around with juggling around the wide receivers are going to be a bit more solid and you're going to see the offense get better with that defense. And I don't think the Eagles defense is good enough to slow Mahomes down. That is mine. Yeah, I need, oh, anyway. I need Rice to have a bad game so that I can win in the Orkney Bowl. <laughs> if Rice, I think, I think that's how it is. If Rice has a bad game, I win. But if he scores 11 points, I'm out. Yeah. All right, Johnny, let's go to our uh, lock of the week. I got to open your messages here. Well, I'll go first then because I've already done it. 
so my lock of the week will be the Ravens. Wow! They're All four, right, four, they're four point, four point favorites, and last and over the Chargers. Yeah, you know, on the road, you're taking the Ravens on the road. Uh, I think that's risky, mate. On a Monday well, night, doing a Monday night game. All right. Know, well, there's probably more chance that there's more Ravens fans than Chargers fans. So like yeah, you know I'm taking the Steelers. They're minus one against the Burrowless. Bengals. I'm taking the Steelers on the road minus one as my lock of the week. Doc Pez, who do you got? It's so spread out uh, this week, isn't it? With uh, Thanksgiving. But, oh, look at that. What 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 was our limit? Eight. Well, I wasn't sure. Eight. I was eight. Well, in that case, I'll just change that to Thursday and go to the Lions then. Oh, because I thought it was seven. Seven and a half. Seven and a half is allowed. It is the cutoff is eight. So I'll go the Lions. So you're going Lions. Oh wow, yeah, the Packers, man. Jordan loves. You know, this is his time to shine. Is he going to break hearts, yeah. or is Cupid coming calling for love? I don't know. Oh nine. Fuck's sake, lock. Lock, lock, lock. Where are we looking? I, I think, you know, the Dolphins at seven and a half, that's interesting, huh? Yeah. Um, I was looking at them, but I was going to say the Niners because I'm so the pissed at the Seahawks. Wow, this is so crazy this week. It's so hard. The spreads so are either wildly big are so close. <laughs> I'm going to go... Yeah. After the good performance they put in and the Texans are a bit... It'll be a shootout this game, but I'm going to say the Jags are going to pit the Texans. All right. I'm going first on the underdog, mates. Let's go to the underdogs. Who did you go for your lock there, Pork? Yeah, I'm taking the Steelers. Steelers, oh yeah. All right. Let's go to the underdog of the week. Johnny, are you changing the slide or not? I'm waiting uh, on you. thinking about it. There you go. I'm taking the Seattle Seahawks with JSN. Two TDs. Let's go. And 100 plus yards in a breakout game this week. The Seahawks with my underdog pick of the week over the 49ers. Give it to me all day, every day. Doc Pez, what do you it. think? Love it. Love it. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Love it. Uh, right. has he's got the Chiefs for Monday night, and he's taking the Dolphins as his lock, which oh. I think is that's a bit risky. You know, seven and a half is, I think, the Jets – they're 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 a spunky team, a spunky team. So uh, <laughs> spunky team. <laughs> you know, he certainly ain't spunky. <laughs> Is anyway, Derek Carr? Doc Pez. 
Well, they reckon Derek Carr will be back, yes. Now, remains in concussion protocol. Well, they do they think he'll be back for Sunday. Uh, you still, you don't know who to go, do you? I'm going to go with the Saints. The Saints. I'm going to go with the Saints. Take the Commanders at plus 11. Arthur's going to the It's over eight. Yeah, but it's an underdog. underdog. Oh, so you can take anyone you want. The Commanders. It's it's an underdog. If you really want to go for a team that's going to be well, hang with them. Well, I'm going to have Here a matchup against Pez again because I'm going to go the Texans. Oh, I love the Texans. See if I can beat you again. Yeah. I beat you last week. I beat you this week. Did I beat you last time? Oh, no, I beat you. Okay. Ah. Third time lucky. Third time lucky. <laughs> so who are you going to go for there, Pez? Are you going to stick with the Saints, or are you going to change it because you can go for a bigger underdog? No, I'm going to. I'm going to go controversial. I'm going to say the Bills against the Eagles. Wait, the bit, wow, yeah, wait, what? yeah, wow. What is the price on that one anyway? Wow, okay. Bills. Yeah, I and love that. I love it. So the Cowboys will play the Eagles the week after, and it could be for a tie in the uh, NFC East. I love it. Just as a football fan, I love that stuff. As a Cowboys fan, that's great drama. It's the best, I think, yeah. Johnny, did you change the uh, the video composition? I think I did it. So there you go. <laughs> All I see is Pez's shiny head. <laughs> oh, it's still there. <laughs> now I'm gone. <laughs> yeah. Where are you going? Yeah, there we go. Oh, you can't, see, can't see any of us now then. That better. All right. Ah, oh, there's Johnny. I don't want to be me. I don't want to be that big. Oh, but yeah, it's got too big. What are we doing? <laughs> I don't know why we're doing them again. And with that, oh, I think God. that's my cue to say, Doc Pez. Well, no, one, more, one more cue before you go. Any yeah. more? Any questions for? Any questions from the audience in the? the uh, no need to stress. We have the couch for you. With Dr. Pez. <laughs> I'm telling you, we're going to be selling beer mugs that says Fantasy Corner with Dr. Pez. <laughs> uh, we're going to make you famous, man. Maybe. In the Orkney Bowl, at least. Hey, how's your, how's your basketball team doing? Who's mine? Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, you, you. You're in the fantasy league with me, Dukes. Uh, oh, holy shit. Should we finish the show and then start talking about basketball? Yeah, you and me. You and me, we're playing next week. Did you know that? No, I didn't. Didn't have a clue. But let's yeah, finish the show me. first we're, and then we'll talk about. Yeah, you're going to be, I think, three and one, and I will be two and two. Rolling into our fantasy basketball league next week. Starting, I guess, in the morning. Yeah. Anyway, 
So, any comments? We got Arthur with the Colts, Dolphins, and the Chiefs. So, Johnny, you can lock him in as the guest pick of the week, I guess. I, yeah? I have indeed, yeah. All right. Johnny, any last words? No, if anybody's got any questions for the Fantasy Corner, for, of course, our very own... Doc Pez, any last words? No need to stress. We have the couch for you with Dr. Pez. I can tell Johnny's well proud of that. (laughs) So it's it's Port's master voice as well then, so of course it is. Oh, yeah, it is. I didn't realize until he told me. Oh, yeah, it's great. Johnny did all the the graphics. And, uh, yeah. I just came up with the. Uh, well, he asked me to do some uh, voiceovers, and of course, yeah, I did about twenty or thirty. Sent him about ten. <laughs> I went for one that wasn't too shiny for you, though. So. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh my gosh! We'll see how it goes next year. Anyway. I have nothing to add. We're going to leave this exactly at 10 o'clock. Guys, it's been great. It's been fun. I'm exhausted. I appreciate you being with me tonight or today, this afternoon. To our listeners, I hope our advice from Dr. Pez eases some of your stress that you might be feeling in predicting or handling your fantasy roster in the future. And with that, we say... Goodbye and later. See you next week. See you.